Hello, and welcome to I Watch This as an Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week I review 2004's The Perfect Score. Hi guys, welcome to the show. I will be reviewing The Perfect Score, but... Before I do that, I will be talking about things I watched this week. Everybody knows this segment by now if you've been listening to the podcast. So let's get into it. I watched the second part of the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO. Uh, I watched the first part last week where they were pretty much just talking about how he came to prominence. Well, this second part is about the downfall so they they talk about the um this one talks about the affairs that he had on his wife uh they talk about his injuries they talk about his opiate addictions they go into all of that in this one um they talk to this lady they talk to one of his mistresses uh named rachel you could tell (laughs) on this uh on this episode they ended with her so they start with her here um they talk about how um he really there's a there's another chick on here that uh she used to be like his liaisons in vegas uh because like he started going to vegas i think after the loss of his father after the loss of his father he started going to vegas and he was hanging out with michael jordan and charles barkley and he was just out here he was out here getting hoes pretty much he like he was out here getting hoes and they talked about how uh shy and uh kind of like you know recluse he was at first but like michael jordan really broke him out of his shell because he said he took because he asked michael jordan what do i say to these women and michael jordan just said say you're tiger fucking woods that's what he said that's just what he said, he said just tell them you're tiger fucking woods that's what you say because uh, <laughs> you're rich and you can do whatever the fuck you want now um but anyway he was he was he was he was getting involved with these women the first now the first time he had an extramarital affair is with this woman named what was her name i think her name was uh god dang it they said her name and i already forgot shit uh, what was her name? <laughs> she was like a waitress. They said her name like a bunch of times, and I heard, I forgot her goddamn name. Not Tiffany, because Tiffany was the liaison's lady. But he got into it with a waitress. It was a waitress at a uh, at a restaurant. He got into a, a relationship with with a waitress with a, re- at a at a restaurant, and that was like the first. That was like his first extramarital affair. I believe because like they talked about her a lot and she was pretty much she didn't seem like she was pretty much the key to him stepping out on his wife uh but like he had and like they were saying like he couldn't wait they were like fucking it they was like fucking in the garage <laughs> they said they were talking about like the natural like the national inquirer was on his ass you know like the national inquirer they were like fucking following him and they were getting sick. They were like getting like pictures and all this shit. 
they were talking about like he took this girl in the garage and they couldn't wait. He was like fucking her. He was fucking her in the garage on a golf cart. Like he had a golf cart in his garage. And he was like fucking her. All he was like fucking her on the golf cart. And they were saying like that. And the girl, like the girl, don't look better than his wife. The girl he was fucking with don't look better than his wife. And I'm gonna tell you something, ladies. If any, if any ladies are watching this, I'm gonna tell you about how men cheat. Okay, I don't. I know some guys will be like, "Oh man, you're being a fucking traitor." Don't don't give away the secrets. But I'm not a cheater, so uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, but um, I'm gonna tell you how men cheat. Um, uh, men uh fuck who's close to them. Pretty much, that's what we do. We, uh, Dave Chappelle had a joke about that too. He was like, "We we fuck who's close to us," you know. Like, I think we was talking about Clinton and Lewinsky. He was talking about that. But anyway, uh, man, fuck who's close to them. And he just happened to go to this restaurant all the time, and she, uh, she was giving him a little rhythm, and he was like, "Oh wow, I'm I'm gonna stick my dick in that." Because uh, if you notice, whoever a man cheats with. She don't look better than his wife. My wife and I were talking about that last night because she was watching the Tiger. She was watching the Tiger Woods documentary with me too, and I was telling her, I was like, "Like, don't get mad when the when the woman that a man cheats with isn't better looking than you. You know, like it isn't better looking than the wife or the girlfriend or whatever. Because we're just gonna cheat with who is close to us." And who's showing us who's showing us a good time? Look at uh, look at uh, Chris Watts. Uh, he went with that. He went with that girl. She doesn't look better than his wife. She doesn't look better than his wife at all. Uh, but he went with that girl because she was nice to him and they were having fun. Okay, and his wife was being a ball busting bitch, so he wanted to get away from that. It ended deadly because he killed his wife and his kids. I wouldn't have gone that far. You know, because it's like all these guys that kill their wives to go off with these other women, they always look like women that work at like Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, like you're a waitress at Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, and, you know, I'm just saying, you know, like don't expect a woman to look better than you. That's what I'm saying. They're like, oh my God, you cheated on me with that. It's about affection. Okay. Men are very. We don't like to. Sh- we don't like to. Sh- we don't like to show it very much. But we're very deep down inside. We're very affectionate creatures, and it's about how. It's about how you fucking treat us. It really is. It's about how you fucking treat us. And if you're treating us like shit, you know, like we're gonna go and be with a girl, no matter how ugly she is. <laughs> it don't matter how ugly she is. If she's treating us nice, we go. If she's treating us nice. We gonna stick her. Di- we gonna stick our dick in her. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. I'm sorry, but anyway, Tiger was fucking with all these girls. Uh, Tiger was fucking with all these women. Uh, National Enquirer put them out there. They talked about the car. I remember the car accident. Man, I remember the car accident. Man, do I remember the car accident? Uh, cause I remember everybody being on in and like being nervous. They're like, "Oh my god, Tiger Woods got." The-. They were like, "Oh my god, Tiger Woods got the car accident." Is he gonna be okay? Is he gonna be alright? They said they said he's not doing well, you know, and all this shit. And then you found out like I think it took like a day for either a day or a week. 
for everybody to find out. It was like, oh, he got in the car accident because his wife was chasing his ass with a fucking golf club. She was chasing the shit out of him with a golf club. And because she found out about, because Rachel, you could tell, like his main, that was Rachel, Rachel, you could tell was his main hoe. She was the main one. He called her, I think, on Thanksgiving. And his wife found out. He put her on the phone. It's great. He like put her on the phone just to let her know that nothing was going on. And she was like, she played along. But uh, his wife picked up his phone and she answered. Rachel, you can tell, can answer. And his wife said, I knew it was you. And... (laughs) And she whipped Tiger's ass. She whipped him. She whipped his ass. He ran. He ran out of the. Ran out of his house. Got into his uh his car, and then he crashed into a fucking uh fire hydrant. That's what happened. I think everybody knows the fucking story. But anyway, yeah, it was, that's what happened. It was like. It took like because like it took like a day later to find out like oh whoa Tiger was cheating and then people were like. Tiger Woods was cheating. What the fuck? So, uh, <laughs> and I was telling my wife about this um, because uh, they had Brian, they had Brian Gumble on here, and Brian Gumble was saying, talk, just talking about, you know, how famous famous black men have to cope with this shit, you know, because because whatever a famous black man does affects all black men, you know, and. I was like, he's right, you know. I was like, he's fucking right, and I was like, that's because, like, that's the plight of a black man. Whatever black man is fucking up, it reflects on all black men, and it sucks. It really does. It sucks because they're gonna be looking at Tiger. They're gonna be looking at Tiger as a cheater, and they're gonna think like a guy like me is a cheater, and I've never cheated in my goddamn life, you know, like ever. I was like, I'm a, I'm a very faithful man. And they're going to be looking at me like, oh, he might be, he must be a dog too, you know? You know, but Brian Gumble, but Brian Gumble had a point about that. And if I could find it, if I could find a clip, I'll probably uh, hook it to like my, my uh, not YouTube, probably hook it to my uh, Facebook or if I can like get it on my Instagram, I'll probably get it to uh, do something to it and get it on my Instagram. But like, cause like it's a very poignant the very poignant statement that Brian Gumble was saying, you know, if I could find the shit, I'll find it. Cause like, I'm butchering it. Cause like, what he, cause like he was just pretty much talking about whatever one, whenever one, he was pretty much saying whenever one black man fucks up, it looks good for, it looks bad for all black men. <laughs> Is what he was saying. But um, anyway, yeah, that was that. And then they were talking about all the people making jokes about him and and the scandal and shit and that Rachel that Rachel you could tell chick is fucking delusional by the way talking about her uh, she was fucking delusional she th- she actually thought she was in a relationship with Tiger Woods that's what she wanted to say she 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 wanted to think that she was actually in a relationship with Tiger Woods you're not in a relationship with Tiger Woods he's a married man honey he's a married fucking man you're not in a relationship with a married man. You're like, use a side chick. 
Okay, you're one of his many, many side chicks. But yeah, and then they started talking about uh, his injuries. Like he had two bad knees and a bad back. Uh, he actually broke his leg, I think, at the U.S. Open. He won the U.S. Open with a broken leg. <laughs> it was painful to see. It was painful to fucking see. But like he he went through his he went through his uh, downfall for a little bit. You know, he got hooked on like prescription pills. They had, they showed when he got arrested. Um, he started like pretty much shutting himself off. The thing that right there that pissed me off was the fucking uh the chairman of the uh not the chairman of the PGA, the chairman of the Masters, talking down the Tiger Woods, like he was supposed to be like this exemplary Negro, and he let him down or some shit. And it was like who the f- it was like and Brian Gumble again. I gotta say Brian Gumble again. Brian Gumble again. He was like, who the hell are you to talk down to Tiger Woods? He like, he didn't do anything to you. You know, he said, he, like, he didn't do anything to you. He didn't disappoint you. You know, <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, he has the right to apologize to his wife. Yeah, he has the right to apologize to his kids. Yeah, he has the right to apologize to his mother. But he, he doesn't owe an apology to you. That's what Brian Gumble said. I was like, yeah, you're right, Brian Gumble. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> he doesn't owe an apology to him. Fuck him. Uh, but anyway, yeah. But yeah, man, like, if you want to check out the whole documentary, I'm not going to give you a whole play-by-play of the goddamn documentary. You can check it out for yourself. It's on HBO Max. Uh, I think they play it on HBO, so if you have HBO, you can watch it on there. But if you have HBO Max, you can watch it on HBO Max. Also, very, very interesting documentary. Very interesting. If you want to check it out, go check it out. Um, that's that's pretty much that. Um, I also watched uh, WandaVision this past weekend. I like it. <laughs> what else can I say? I fucking like it. I like... Uh, I like the first, because they only show, like, the first two episodes. You got to wait next week for, it's going to be, like, a week. It's going to be, like, what they did with The Mandalorian. It's week by week by week, you know, episodes. I think it's nine episodes. I already watched two, so there's, like, what, seven left. But I like how they stick with the sitcom formula in this in this show. Like, the first episode, the first episode is a 1950s sitcom straight up it's a straight up 1950s sitcom um like they do they do not waver from the 1950s sitcom uh category (laughs) uh i think the second one they moved the second episode they moved to the 60s it's like they're going it's like they're going decade to decade the first one was the 50s it was kind of like a dick van dyke show type of episode the second one was more of a bewitched type of episode and the boot and like the, so like they're in the 60s i think like the next episode they'll probably go to the 70s and then like the 80s and so on and so forth whatever um and but i like how they, they they're committed i like how committed they are to the sitcom formula and they just and like they don't break from it they only break from it for a little bit because uh the first episode they break from it at the end of the episode where Wanda starts kind of having like a little little episode at the end and with her uh like she you tell like she was like her reality was coming to life 
you know, you could tell her reality was coming to life and she was stepping out of she was stepping out of that universe that she made for herself. Um very, very House of Emmy. If you ever were read House of M, uh she she kinda does something similar like that in uh, House of M. Check that you, you can check that series out if you want to learn more. Um and also Vision had a book like that also where it was like a, his robot family. <laughs> yeah, robot family. Uh, so like you can check those you can check those two those are two books you want to check out if you're watching WandaVision House of M and Vision's uh, solo comic book um, you want to check those two out um but yeah I like I love they 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 got Monica Rambeau in the second episode they don't reveal that she's Monica Rambeau yet I feel like they're gonna do that they're gonna do that later on slow build man I love the slow build that's sometimes when show slow build it's kind of boring but this one kept my attention the whole time because i can't wait i can't wait to see what's gonna happen next uh episode three is uh next i want to say next friday i hope it's next friday i'm not really sure when these episodes are gonna air but like the the first two episodes aired friday i'm guessing they're gonna be every friday which is good for me (laughs) which is uh, good for me so i can stay up late and watch these episodes on Fridays, so that's cool, but yeah, man, I'm loving it, I'm loving it so far, it's, it's good, I'll be back with my review for a perfect score, after these messages. Hi guys, and welcome back to the show. Perfect score, 2004. You know, I like to start the review off. I like to start the review off of how I saw the movie as a kid. I saw this movie in the theater, actually, with my dad. Uh, also saw this in a awkward time of my life. Uh, I had just graduated high school and uh, took a year off. Uh, to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, which didn't sit well with my parents, you know, <laughs> my parents didn't take that shit, didn't take that shit too, too good, uh, I graduated, actually graduated high school in 2003, and I took, like, 2004 off, I didn't, I didn't go to, I didn't go back to school until 2005, I took a whole year off to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, and like I said, didn't sit too well with my parents, uh, cause the black parents and, uh, black parents ain't gonna let you sit on your ass and let you figure out what you wanna do with your life, you know, like, get the fuck out of my house, pretty much, but, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it, so, like, I got, like, that whole year, I got fucking nagged, you know, like, that whole, I remember that, that 2004 was not a great year for me, uh, I, I got nagged that whole goddamn year, I was 18, I remember I was 18 years old, and they were just like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you gonna do? You're like, have you figured out? Have you figured out? Are you going to? Are you going to college? You know, like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't sit on my couch all fucking day <laughs> eating Cheetos. You know, like, like, you know, you got to get the fuck out. You got to get a job. You got to do something because you can't be sitting up here wasting your life away. You know, some shit like that. Because like, I was, I was very confused at the time. I didn't know what. I wanted to do I mean like I was writing scripts you know at the time I was writing I was writing scripts at the times I thought I wanted to be I thought I wanted to be a film writer 
uh, there was a part, there was a point in time where I thought I wanted to be a musician. I had a guitar and I thought I wanted to be a musician and be in a metal band. Uh, and then there was a time where I wanted to be, there was a time I wanted to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I did. Like, like I was going to go to, uh, I was going to go down to Florida and become a wrestler, but nobody would give me the money. But so, uh, <laughs> like, nobody, it was like, oh God, you want to be a fucking wrestler? But anyway, um, but yeah, it was like, I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to do something that entertained people. And now I'm a podcaster. So <laughs> now I'm a podcaster. I ended up getting into uh, IT. I ended up getting into information information technology. Uh, that's what I went to school for. So like I did, I've been doing that for like the past, what, 12 years? You know, I want to say I've been in the information technology field for like the past 12 years. You know, in different in different capacities, um, so that's that's pretty that was pretty much my position. I uh, have uh, I, I was a teacher for a little bit too. You know, like I was a, I was a teacher for a little bit. I was teaching computers for a little bit at a middle school. So um, I did that for a little bit, and then I was at it, and then I was like I had like a, a job for five years at a uh, community college. You know, so. Uh, all in the information technology field so like that that's what i ended up doing <laughs> and i hate it you know like which is now i i'm doing i'm doing podcasting now and um it's it's going it's going okay for me right now so far i'm like i'm, I'm, I'm making a little bit of profit from it i also got it i got a day job too so don't worry you know <laughs> i got a day job too uh, uh I do like freelance notary, so uh, I do that also. So that's how I support my family. So, um, but yeah, because like I got out of the technology field, it's just uh, it's just not for me. So, uh, like I I just got tired of it, man. I got tired of it. Even teaching it fucking sucks, you know. So I just got out of it. Now I'm 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 doing notary. So um, that's what I do now. Um. I go and fucking notarize documents of freelance. Uh, but anyway, enough about me. Uh, so, but, I, but the roundabout thing is like I I related to this movie uh, a lot at the time. That's what I was trying to get at. So like I was like a bunch of kids just trying to figure out what the fuck they wanted to do with their life. <laughs> You know, so like this movie, this movie talked to me at 18 years old. But um, anyway, let's get into the plot. Um, this movie was directed by Brian Robbins, who directed other middle of the road movies like Good Burger, Varsity Blues, and Hardball. And I use the president of Nickelodeon. He's the president of Nickelodeon now. Uh, good for him. Uh, uh, the screenplay was written by Mark Hyman, John Zach, and Mark. I want. I'm about to butcher his name, but fuck this dude. After I read up about this dude, Mark Schwan. Uh, I say fuck Mark Schwan because he's got a whole bunch of sexual harassment allegations against him. Um, just a bunch of middle of the road writers. They're like, they like they write shit, but they also like fix script. They're like script doctors pretty much you know like you take your you, you, you write a script and then you take it to them and then like they like polish it up and shit that's pretty much what those guys are they're fucking script doctors 
Um, I'm going to add a new segment to the podcast. This is going to be the first time I add this to the podcast. I'm going to talk about how much money it made at the box office and talk about his Rotten Tomatoes score. So this is a new thing. Um, the movie, the movie was considered a flop. Uh, it only made 10 million off of a 40, $40 million budget. This movie cost, this movie cost $40 million to make. If you look at it, you don't see it because there's no special effects. There's no special effects that like the wardrobe. Like, I don't know where they spent that money. They must have, they must have went to Hooters with the rest of that money. I don't know. They must have went to like Magic City or some shit with the rest of that money because I don't know. But uh, it also has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 16%, which is terrible. Uh, <laughs> so it's rotten. It's fucking rotten. But anyway, let's get into the plot. Uh, it's uh, six high school students. They team up to steal the ACT. The I said the ACT. The SAT. Uh, Chris Evans is the lead in this movie. He plays Kyle, who wants to get into Cornell. Then we got uh, his friend Matt, played by Brian Greenberg. He's just he just wants to follow his girlfriend to Maryland. She's in college in Maryland. We got uh, Scarlett Johansson, who plays. Francesca, who's just an angsty rich girl with daddy issues. Uh, then we got uh, Erica Christensen as Anna. She's the smart girl who's afraid to fail, pretty much. Uh, we got Darius Miles, who plays Desmond, a basketball player who needs a score of 900 to get into St. John's University. And we have Leonardo Nam, who plays a stoner named Roy, who just does shit, you know? But, uh, anyway, yeah, we want to get into the characters and the actors who played these characters. This is Chris Evans' second film, by the way. Like, this is only his second, uh, major studio movie. I think he did something in between this, but, I, but like, a lot of people didn't see it. It didn't, doesn't really count. So, like, this is, like, his second major studio film. His first was, uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Uh, but in this film, like, you can't really gauge his acting ability, like, he really plays it safe in this role. It's like, you know, it's like, I don't know if he's good or if he's terrible, you know? <laughs> uh, like, cause like, you see bursts of greatness in this role, but then like, you kind of like, you know, like, yeah, he needs a little bit more work. You know, that's Chris Evans here, but like, it's only his second film. Uh, same with, uh, the guy that plays his best friend, uh, Brian Greenberg. Like, you can't really gauge if he's a good actor or not like he like both those guys like really stay in a safe zone in this movie um Scarlett Johansson is a natural man like she just has it you know like she's had it from the jump man she's she's just really good uh Leonardo Nam is good in the role he's in he's the comedy he's pretty much the comedy relief of the movie, uh, wish I saw him in more things, I, I, I looked at his filmography, looked like he was in a lot, he was in a lot that I've never seen, uh, he's on Westworld, I don't watch Westworld, um, uh, yeah, man, I was, I think he's, I think he's good, actually, I think that guy's, a, I think that guy's good in the role he's in, cause, like, I didn't even know he was Australian, and I didn't know he was gay, first off, I had to, re- I had to do research on this dude, I was like, wait, he's Australian, and he's gay? He had a great job here, you know. I think. On the other hand, Erica Erica Christensen and Darius Miles are fucking terrible. Good lord, they're bad. 
they're both fucking bad. Like they're both of them look like deer, deer in the headlights in this movie. Both of them, they're both just fucking like they. Their acting is stilted. It's like it looks like both those guys like look like you gotta tell them where to go. You gotta tell them when to come in. You gotta tell them when to queue. You gotta you gotta do all this shit. You know, they're they're not good. Um, but yeah, but yeah, this is. There's not really much. There's not really much in this movie, to be honest. It's like I'm just having. I'm like I watched this movie and I was like, what am I gonna get out of this movie? Am I gonna get anything out of this movie? It's like, cause like a, this 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 movie is really like watching paint dry. It really this is the net all over again. Remember when I reviewed the net and I really didn't have a lot to say about it? <laughs> That's this movie. This movie is like the the fucking net. It's like. I liked this movie when I was a teenager because I related to it at the time. But like I look at it now and it was like this movie's fucking like watching paint dry. It really is. Um, the only thing I got is the sexualization of like Scarlett Johansson in this movie is off the chart. You know, just off the chart. She's 19 years old, I think, in this movie. Or 18. She's 18 or 19 here. This is 2004. So I want to say she's 18. She's 18. Is she? No, she's 19. She's 19. Uh, cause she was born in 84. So like she's 19 years old here and, and her birthday's late. So she was about to turn 20, but, but like she's 19 years old here. And like the sexualization, uh, of her in this movie is just downright disgusting at some points, you know, <laughs> they're like, they, they do a panty shot of her. She's like wearing like cherry panties for some reason, you know, I don't, I guess they were saying like they want to bust her cherry, but like that's what they do in Hollywood, man. They do this a lot in Hollywood. They can't wait for girls to grow up so they can fuck them. My my wife has a story like this because uh, she actually grew up in Los Angeles and she also looks like Scarlett Johansson, by the way. Uh, you know, <laughs> my wife looks like a my wife looks like a black Scarlett Johansson. Uh, she looks. It's weird because she looks she looks like a cross between Scarlett Johansson and the black girl that played Tootie on uh, Facts of Life, you know uh, the, the actress who played Tootie on uh, Facts of Life. Like she she she's an amalgamation of both of them. Uh, it's weird, but it's fucking sexy for some reason. Because Kim Fields is not her name is the the, the actress that plays uh, Tootie is uh, Kim Fields. Because Kim Fields is not a bad looking woman. She's a pretty woman. Um. And my wife has an actor. She said, "She said I look like a black Casey Affleck for some reason." I was like, "Casey Affleck? I look like Casey Affleck? I don't even look like Ben Affleck." I was like, <laughs> "You're like I look like his brother that got accused of sexual harassment." <laughs> oh God! And like that's who I look like. But anyway, but like I use it. Yeah, I get like. She told me I look like Casey Affleck. There's some people that say I look like Tiger Woods. I was like, okay, uh, whatever, nigga. But um, there's some people that say I look like Kanye West. I get a lot of weird, weird uh, celebrity lookalikes. But my wife says I look like if I was white, I'd be Casey Affleck. So, but anyway, but if she was white, she'd be Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's who she'd be. But like I say, like the sexualization of this girl. But like I was saying, my wife had a story about this shit. Uh, she had a, cause like she had an audition, 
uh, for Nickelodeon, actually. And she said uh, she was 13, I want to say. I think she said she was 12 or 13 years old. And, like, she was auditioning. She was actually auditioning for all that, I believe. I don't know if my wife wants me to say this because like, my wife is... My wife is very secretive, and she was like, "Oh my God, you putting my business out there in the street." But it's good, it's it, it's good entertainment. I got a pad. I got a, I got a. If, if my wife listens, my wife listens to the podcast. She's been on the podcast a couple of times. Um, I got to pad this goddamn podcast out, okay, honey? <laughs> and this movie's not this movie's not at all interesting enough. So I got to pad this shit out. So uh, <laughs> my wife had a story about that where i think she was like 12 or 13 years old and she was auditioning i believe she said she was auditioning for all that because she's from los angeles and um i think she was auditioning for the amanda Bynes role actually uh with the role that eventually went to amanda Bynes, and um and she was talking about how enamored these grown men were with her like grown white men (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> were enamored with her because my wife was very adult looking for her age she was like 12 or 13 years old but she looked older than what she was she developed really she developed at an early age and she was talking about how fucking like just enamored these white these old white men were with her and how they really really wanted her on the show <laughs> they really really wanted her on the show but her brother, I think her brother, her brother auditioned too for the show, and like they didn't want him at all. Uh, she said like they didn't want him at all, and she and her mother uh, said that she turned it down for her because even my my wife was like I don't I don't she's like she was talking about how she didn't like the atmosphere because they were like sexualizing they were pretty much like sexualizing little girls. You know, and like they were sexualizing her, and so she was like, "I don't want to do the show," and <laughs> that, that that's that's how Amanda Bynes got the role, I guess. And like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what happened after that, but Amanda Bynes was on all that instead of my wife. But um, she said she was, she was, she was, she, was, she, 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 they liked her. The Nickelodeon people liked her. She she auditioned for Nickelodeon. And the Nickelodeon people liked her a lot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but like they sexual, that's what they do. They sexualize young girls at the, in that fucking industry, man. And it's kind of fucking sick, you know? It's like they couldn't wait for Scarlett Johansson to grow the fuck up so they could say, man, I want to fuck the shit out of her, you know? Because Scarlett Johansson is another girl that looks older than what she is, you know? I was looking at. I was also looking at this uh, this documentary called Showbiz Kids and Mila Jovovich uh, from the Resident Evil movies. She was talking about that. She was talking about how they sexualized her and how she looked older than what she was because she started acting when she was ten, but she looked older than what she was. She looked like she was like uh, eighteen or some shit. And, like, and that was the same thing with my wife. My wife looked. My wife looked eighteen years old at like thirteen. You know so. <laughs> Uh, I've seen pictures of her when she was 13. I was like, you took this picture yesterday when we first started dating. I was like, you took this picture yesterday? She's like, no, I was 13 in that picture. I was like, what? You know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, but like they sexualize young girls in that industry and it's kind of sickening. And it's, it, 
sometimes I feel sorry for Scarlett Johansson and how she has to live up to this sexiest woman alive role, you know, you know, because like I've seen interview, I've seen interviews with her. She seems like a cool chick, you know, like she seems like this cool down to earth woman. And it's like, it's kind of sad that she has to live up to this role, you know, anyway, there was other things in this movie. Matthew Lillard is fucking annoying in this film. He's like just being Matthew Lillard, just being Matthew Lillard, you know, <laughs> like he is a lot. He's like, hey man, what's going on? All this shit. Um, but yeah, I really don't have a lot to say about this movie. I watched the movie. I wanted to see how it was. I was like, shit, I'm not going to get anything out of this, am I? <laughs> I'm not going to get a fucking thing out of this movie. Uh, it's not a terrible movie. It's just a boring movie. You know, it's it's fucking boring. Other than the, the, the guy that plays Roy, he's, he's okay, but... And so, like I said, Scarlett Johansson is, she's, she's it. She's got, she's got the acting chops. She's, she's had it from, from, from since she was a little kid. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just nothing there. It's like, this is like, um, a movie that you would have on a doctor's office. This is a great movie for a doctor's office. You know how, uh, you watch movies, you go to the doctor's office and they got the TV on, it's on like FX or like TNT or some shit and like there's a movie on and you're just okay I'll watch this while I'm waiting um that's the perfect score that's this movie like it's not a terrible movie but it's not a great movie it's just in between and it's kind of boring and like there's really nothing to it uh I'm not gonna be harsh to this movie I'm just gonna give I'm gonna give it a three out of five it's like middle of the road uh Join me next week when I review the 19... What is this movie came out? I forgot now. <laughs> I think it came out 1987. The 1987 classic Adventures in Babysitting. Catch you guys later. Peace out.